Okay, Rancher, can you hear me? Yes. All right, first off, welcome to the loudest podcast, loudest podcast on the internet. I'm your host, Steris Kogonos. With us always, it's Rancher. Hello. Rancher, the other day you cut a promo on Bluey. Oh man, I'm so sick of hearing about Bluey. I'm mad. You're mad? I've never heard anyone as angry at Bluey as you were at Bluey the other day. I'm just so fucking angry. I'm, I'm mad at people. Maybe this is the all the stars aligning and I just took it out on Bluey. But man, I am mad at people who, number one, I'm mad at parents who have kids, shit out kids and then want to dictate... Like, I get it. You had kids. That's fine. And we can talk about baby carriers for a little bit. But you need to understand that my things going on are, like, still objectively better. Yes, of course. I'm cool. You're not. You need to understand that, okay? Just take it. Accept it for what it is. Doesn't make you a bad person. But it is the reality of the world that we live in I'm glad you're putting parents in their... I'm sorry, breeders in their place. Exactly. But number two, do not, if you are a parent who just shit out a kid, do not call me on the phone and at, tell me about Bluey. It's like I, the parents I talk to is serious. I don't know if like they're just stupid. If my group of friends is just exceptionally stupid. But my friends, I'm getting to the age where a lot of my friends uh, have kids and the kids are watching cartoons. They're like, oh no, this Bluey, this Bluey cartoon, it's amazing. It's nothing like we had when we were kids. They like talk about feelings. It's cerebral. And I'm like, fuck you. I'm not watching Bluey. Like, no, I'm not watching your dumbass kids cartoon. It's not good. It, your brain is melting because you sit around and you watch colors scream at you all day. You know why you're impressed by this fucker? You know why you're impressed by this? It's the same reason that people in the year uh, 1600 were impressed by the art of war. Because way back when, the idea of strategizing for military instead of just running <laughs> one another was like a new thing. You see, when we were kids, you're used to cartoons just being 90-minute advertisements for junk food. So any level of narrative structure is, like, amazing to you. But these kids are used to that. They can access Mein Kampf on their phone, okay? They have unlimited access to any type of entertainment they could dream of on YouTube, all right? So I know you're impressed by this, but the world has moved without you. The fact that you are sitting side by side with your four-year-old and enjoying a program and then coming to me, another grown-ass adult, and talking about it should really fucking tell you something. No, I'm not going to watch Bluey. I'm going to go watch Better Call Saul like a fucking grown-up. Okay. Well... I'd like to just interrupt you very quickly here because I know for a fact we just lost a bunch of patrons. Someone's going to have <laughs> to come it. in as the voice of reason here to stand up for Bluey or all our listeners are going to like crash their cars with rage. I'm neutral on Bluey. I haven't seen Bluey. I've heard good things about Bluey from smart people. And like, look, I get it. Some kid shows are like objectively better than others. You know what I mean? Like, I really like regular show. I think regular show is like incredibly intelligent and it's kind of, you know, a lot of the shows around it are just fun and, you know, whatever, whatever. Like, I think that there can be like gems out there. But it's not lost on me that it's possible that people really like Bluey because it's not Coco Melon. <laughs> it's possible that like so much. I could imagine if you were like a kid raised on absolute garbage. Yeah. And now you're a parent and you see like the endless torrent of garbage that is YouTube that every kid wants to be like nailed to 24-7. Something like that could feel super refreshing, but I- I'm sorry, you're losing the that you've lost like <laughs> you've lost to youtube like i if i could talk to the dalai lama i'd be like you're not getting tibet back from china it was a good try it was a good cause it was awesome but it's not gonna happen okay and i would tell parents it's like i'm sorry youtube it's like the screaming colors win every time look i heard about boy from my one buddy who listens to this show and <laughs> he was like i watch it i love it it's like this interesting kid show so like uh, i've always had a favorable impression but it's like how much of parents liking bluey is that it's not unboxing video number 8542 or it's not like roblox it might be the only thing in parents lives that has like narrative structure you know what i mean and like 
everything else these parents see these kids watching they like hate they want to slap the phone out of their fucking kids hand right everything else is just like sensory (laughs) disturbing videos yeah well because it's like you know when you see pregnant elsa giving birth to adult (laughs) spider-man it really shakes your faith in humanity and like the world because everyone thinks their kid is like a little genius so when the kid wants to watch Elsa give birth to a surprise egg, <laughs> you're like, maybe my kid's stupid. Like, oh no, maybe my kid has some serious problems. Yes, and thank you for, listeners, I, there's this micro-pause Rancho takes. When she's about to say something, I'm going to have to cut out, and then she quickly edits her. It's incredibly helpful to me as an editor. Is that convenient? I was just, I put my brain in the area. Dr. Umar went on like a 20-minute rant about ADHD and how it's not real. So he also says some sus shit. I'm going on record. Sus shit. Gay homosexuality. Um, I'm sure transgender. I don't know what he says about that, but you're sure saying Doctor Umar says this is sus, right? Yes, I'm saying. Th- here's a list of things that Doctor Umar says shit about that I think are sus. Number one, homosexuality. Number two, ADHD. Okay, your opinion of Doctor Umar's opinion. Okay, now for our new listeners, actually, I don't think we've ever talked about Doctor Umar. You just taught me who Dr. Umar was earlier today. Yeah. Give me the elevator pit. He's a black nationalist. He's a black. Okay. So he's like Louis Farrakhan. I don't know who that is, but he's like Malcolm X, except he has a PhD and a Twitter account (laughs) instead of like a book. Weren't you following some guy who women would call like an African-American influencer on the internet who like women would call and then he would call those women fat? Yeah, that's Kevin Samuels. Fun fact, he died. (laughs) Tell just really quickly, I'd like you to also cut a promo (laughs) on Dr. Umar, Kevin Samuels, and the Hotep movement because you're into this weird stuff and tell the listeners about it. I don't know what it is about Hotepism, but it does make me, uh, it really makes me laugh. Uh, Fun fact, Dr. Umar and Kevin Samuels have interacted and they don't like each other. Wait, what? Why? What uh, was the what was their beef? Their beef is Kevin Samuels is constantly um telling women like Kevin Samuels' whole thing is he has a show which is like ladies lower your standards you're not that great where women call in and it's like Kevin do I qualify for a high volume man and then they say like that like they have a kid and he's like no and then hangs up on them like it's just basically sadomasochism. All right, I'm or he the- used to I should say he used to because he he's dead as a right. fucking doornail and of course. After he died, what did we find out? Fucking a white woman. They always are. No, and Dr. Umar once talked shit on him. He was like, you should shut the fuck up because you're reinforcing uh, the stereotype that black women who do not fit the Eurocentric standard of beauty, like with small nose, because he calls bitches like linebackers and shit. He's like, if you're saying you're making fun of women who don't, meet the European standard of beauty which reinforces white supremacy or something but then Dr. Umar says a lot of weird sus shit like how black people uh, never have anal sex like Europeans invented that or something because I don't know he said the Greeks maybe you could tell me more about that okay perhaps. yeah okay first off look I know we perfected it but like you've introduced quite a few characters on the table and I'd like to take a moment and kind of just walk our listeners through each one. I will answer any question that I can. Okay. Now, here's what I understand about Kevin Samuels' listeners. He had a show on a long time on YouTube, and women would call him up, and they would make their case to him about why they deserved a, quote, a high-value man, which is female dating strategy talk right pretty much yeah i don't know why on earth you would call into kevin samuel's show because he pretty much he would just sit there and shit talk he'd be like the average woman is this that and the other thing and wants this man who makes a hundred thousand dollars a year and this that and the other thing and and can provide them with a house and car it's like you need to lower your standards pretty much it doesn't matter what you called in like there was no route to getting the uh, yes approved for high value man card 
Because like you'd call in and the first thing he'd ask you is about your parents and like if you had kids, if you weren't on, if you were ugly immediately, like you're done. Obviously overweight, you're done. But then he asks you about like your college education. If you say like you're super educated, he's like, men don't care about that. And then if you say, no, I didn't, ain't been to school a day in my goddamn life. He's like, well, what, what the fuck you been doing? What do you bring to the table? And it's like, there's no, it's a catch 22. And if women, so, so I'm just going to pretend to call in real quick and be like, well, boop, boop, beep, up, okay, up. Hello, hello, Dr. Samuels. <clears throat> All right. No, I don't think I have a doctorate. I think I'm just Kevin Sam. He- oh, hello, Mr. Samuels. Hello. Yes. Hi, I'm calling to apply for a high value man. Something which for some reason you can grant me to have the status of? Well, because I am a high value man. Oh, okay. So I guess it takes one to know one. Right. And um, thank you for the 5,000 super chats that have made me a high value man this evening. Uh, look, I'll just tell you a little bit about myself. I, I make a quarter of a million dollars a year. I'm high powered advertising. Okay. Executive. Well, first thing I'm going to tell you is men don't give a shit about how much money they make. Uh, how, a provider man does not fucking care how much money you make. He doesn't care if you've been in the goddamn moon. Oh, he oh. handles that. He said that means nothing. Well, I, I mean, just look. To, How old are you? I'm uh, I'm 22. I'm going to hang up on you. Wait, what? That's too old? <laughs> I think so. He was like, he get married immediately. I think Kevin Samuels is like pro marriage at like before you could drink, but I'm not sure. I'm sure 22 is pushing it. Okay. Boop, boop, beep, pop, pop. Hello? Uh, hello, Mr. Samuels. Uh, hey, just I just want to give you my resume real quick. Uh. Look, you know, I uh, I'm just out of college, you know, so I'm I'm yeah, I'm making minimum wage right now. But I was uh I was one of Maxim's like top 100 girls next door. Uh, you got a do kid? I... Do you have a kid? Oh, I have one child. Oh, you're done. <laughs> I'm done. Can you yeah. at least stand Lower on the phone? Sanders, I don't have to explain bitch. to me. Lower your Sanders, bitch. You look like a linebacker, and I can see your C-section scar from here. Jesus Christ, <laughs> Mister Set. Wait a minute. Pachang. <laughs> What? Pa-ching? That's me hanging up. You already hung up. (laughs) Why did the phone make a pa-ching noise? It had to come back so I could insult your C-section scar. Boop, boop, beep, pop, pop. Hi, uh, Mr. Uh, Hi, Mr. Samuels. You sound fat, piggy, piggy. (laughs) Pa-ching. Jesus Christ. Okay. Yeah, no, if you can see, if you look up his YouTube channel, I'm sure they're still up. Just 20-minute compilation of him calling bitches fat. Now, why why would women call into this show? It seems like they would, like, this seems like a show that's for bros, not women. Why are women calling in? Beats the shit out of me. I have no idea. Maybe they think they're smart. Maybe they think they will be the one person who will be able to find a route to be like, oh, you really gorilla-minded me. Maybe they just want to advertise their OnlyFans. Who knows? Maybe they genuinely think that Kevin Samuels could help them find a high-value man. So, like, was he giving advice to women, to men, to everyone? Like, what was his deal? He was kind of... What his whole deal was is he was kind of one of these, like, in the whole vibe I got is he's one of these grifters that's, like... Taking advantage of the fact that young people are just like they don't have anything, like they have no assets, and there's this proto-social movement of women being like, well, if you can't provide me with a house and a car, I don't want to fucking deal with you. We don't want no scrubs over here if I'm not... Chitting with you, I can get a job now because historically, I the only reason I'd be with you is so I wouldn't be out on the streets being old Spencer, but now I can own property. So, fuck you if you can't bring anything into my life. And then it's getting harder and harder to bring something into people's life. So, in comes Kevin Samuels, who is like, Hey, I know that you feel like shit, and these women in your life are making you feel like shit, and it's all their fault. So, yeah, the reason that you feel bad is because women have standards. Oh, kill your, oh, wait, no, donate to my super chats. So it's a show for, like, women with low self-esteem and men with low, it's a show for people, oh! Men are watching it. He's like Jordan Peterson. Yes. He's, like, kind of doing this weird self-helpy thing where he's saying, like, if you just do this, 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 you'll be happy, even though all of his advice is kind of terrible. Yeah, pretty much. He's, like, a meaner-spirited Jordan Peterson, because I feel like Jordan Peterson is just kind of nuts, especially after he started eating only meat and, like, the spider fungus has taken over his brain, whatever the fuck. 
fuck that 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 fungus that causes zombies to be real. What you mean, mad cow? Sit, mad cow. Disease? Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, look, if you're only gonna eat steaks, you are gonna increase your chance of getting mad cow disease. Yeah, if uh, I'm remembering correctly, he I'm pretty sure he sold like consultations to like dating strategy consultations or some bullshit. It's Kevin just, did. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Was he against? Black people dating white people? I don't think so. I think he was definitely against black women dating white men. Why? Because if men do it, if a black man dates a white woman, it's because black women are too difficult. But if a black woman dates a white man, it's there's a problem there. Oh, it's like a like a betrayal of your race. Right, exactly. This guy's going around saying, quote, black women are too difficult. Yeah, I'm pretty sure if you Jesus look up- Jesus Christ. I'm pretty sure if you go on YouTube right now and look up black women are too difficult, question mark, it will be a Kevin Samuels video that comes up first. Okay, so this guy died, and then later we found out he was dating a- as, I'm sorry, you said he was, quote- Fucking a white bitch. I don't know. Yeah, no, that's what my friends told me at brunch. I believe your friends. Which I wouldn't have learned if you dominate the fucking conversation with talk about bluey and pacifiers in which diaper bag holds the most liquidated human feces. We will get back to bluey. You do need to tell us just a little bit more about Dr. Umar. Like, how did you encounter Dr. Umar? Does Dr. Umar give dating advice? Like, you, like does, is Dr. Umar on Twitch? Like, give me a little more Umar. I mean, you probably know who he is. Really? Like, he's a meme because he's very entertaining to listen to talk. He, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't know anything. Have you ever seen that guy giving a presentation and he's like... Now, to take back our neighborhoods, we're going to have to put some of our kids to sleep. And and everybody in the audience says, like, like, gasp. And he's like, now some of y'all don't want to hear that because you don't live in reality. But as a psychologist, I am telling you, I am not going to be able to psychologize all of them out there on the corner. Some of them are going to sleep. Fuck God! (laughs) Fuck God? For good. For good. Yeah. Thank you. And that's the meme. I, I, I'm, I've never been happier that I didn't understand a meme. <laughs> like, usually when you kids talk about something, uh, it kind of upsets me that, like, the world is passing me by. Not this time. Yeah, no, so how I discovered Dr. Umar is I found that meme, and then I was like, oh, I wonder what this speech is from. And I watched the whole speech, and it's about, like, co-parenting. And I was like, oh, this is cool. It's a little out-of-pocket shit about gay people, but most of this is pretty good advice. So then I went and watched a bunch of other videos. Uh-huh. Have you learned anything from Dr. Umar? Have Dr. Umar or Kevin Samuels or the Greater Hotep movement, have they improved your life in any way? I now know what ADHD stands for. Do you know? Uh, attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder? Ain't no daddy-at-home disorder. According to Dr. Umar. Ain't, that's not. Oh, yeah, that's another thing. The letters don't work. That's, Ain't no daddy at all. What? <laughs> okay, please continue. It's like people for the ethical treatment of animals. You know, there's like words. In there's it. words missing. Exactly. Okay, look, I guess if PETA can so, do it. That's another thing is I know you might take this personally because you're on Adderall. But uh, Dr. Umar also, I watched a speech he gave the other day where he talked about how ADHD diagnoses is one of, you see, there's a prison, there's a school to prison pipeline, and teachers are the security officers. What do you call corrections officers? Public school teachers. Uh So uh, when public school teacher he is like he's like if your public school teacher comes is like hey i think your kid has adhd you are supposed to fucking fight tooth and fucking nail and also keep them out of special ed class like at all costs oh my god jesus that's how we got christian exactly that's how we listeners don't forget, like, Christian's parents put way more effort into keeping them out of special ed than they did in improving their life in any way. And in result, we destroyed Rutgersville, Virginia. That's literally the only thing anybody knows about that town. That's incredibly sad for the town of Rutgersville, Virginia. Right, like, think of a random small town. Any small town could be a town you grew up in, listener, could be a town you visited recently, could be a town your girlfriend's from. Just think of what it's known for. 
for. Now think about Rutgersville, Virginia. That's probably the equivalent size. And what they have is this mutant. <laughs> it's the Waco, Texas of the East Coast. Oh my God, it is. Oh my God. All right. I, I want to talk just a little bit more about, because look, here's what I think we should do with Bluey. On three, let's both say if we've seen a single episode of Bluey. One, two, three. No, I've no, never and seen. I don't even know what the dogs sound like. They're Australian. Are they which really? Which is why, I can't, that's another reason why I think people like Bluey. Because it's like an Australian public television program. You know how people think British people are smart because they're British? <laughs> yes. I think it's that. I think a lot of that is happening. That would make total sense to me. What I've been told by, uh, I think Mimi, you were telling me this, is that like <laughs> Bluey is big on TikTok because TikTok now allows you to upload like a 10 minute video. So just kids have uploaded entire episodes of Bluey to TikTok and they're just watching them. And so it's like your feed is like, you're poor, you're poor, like the like the government's going to get you. You'll never pay off your student loans. Bluey. Bluey. And then Family Guy with Chinese subtitles. Wait, what are you seeing? In 47 parts. What is this thing? What are you talking about? You should talk to Nico about what's on her TikTok. I don't uh-huh. know where on earth she is. I thought I'd get weird shit, but I was like, yeah, I get all this weird shit about like high value men and dating. Isn't that funny? She's like, yeah, mine is all uh, feminist literature and family guy scenes with Chinese subtitles. Okay, well, first, I'm glad that we're engaging in family guy diplomacy. <laughs> Truly Nixonian. The other thing, about TikTok is my TikTok is, and I've shown it to you and you don't like it. You know, I downloaded TikTok because I wanted to start seeing Grant Mooney's TikToks. Like I start, oh, I love it. I hear he's like really fucking funny on, on the clock app. Oh God, I just said that and ironically, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. You're going to have to get in the hole now. Oh God. <laughs> I heard Nico say it and it just came out of my yeah, mouth. I have to put the boomer cone of shame on. Damn right. And never take it off. Uh, so I open up TikTok and immediately it starts serving me Women in like bras and panties or women in lingerie or women in like tight fitting dresses talking about how much they want to date older men. Wow, damn, there is a section for everything. You fucking sex workers have infiltrated. You've gotten everything, damn. Every single time I'm like, you know what? I have a really great idea for like an intersection of fetishes that I bet could make a bunch of money and then I Google it and you you creative MFers have already got to it. Hats off to you. The thing is, I didn't even start. Like, I just, I opened up TikTok. I searched for Grant Mooney. I'm watching Grant Mooney. Swipe, swipe, swipe. I think it, like, went through my phone and was like, this guy's in his 40s. I could tell this guy's in his 40s. Oh, absolutely. I think China took that data. Like, here's the app. And they they were like, oh, no, you don't want us to have your data. Well, eat shit. We're trying to. They took the straw and then stuck it in the juice box and went, sip, 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 sip. Oh, it's a stereos coke nose. Yeah, you'll probably like being told that these attractive women want to see you now. They're all, it's like they're all in their early 20s. Like there's this one I keep seeing and because it's not just one video, it's one meme that that these women are doing. It's this song that's like, and it says in text, the ages of men I'd like to date. And then the girl in the bra and panties points one finger and 47 pops up. (laughs) And then she points her other finger and 53 pops up. And it took forever because I'm like, where's the dislike button? Where's the dislike button? Yeah, apparently to find the dislike button, you have to go to the share button. And then there's a not interested button, which is the weirdest place for a dislike button to possibly be. Yeah, that's weird. The whole thing is unusual. And the whole, like 20 years from now, we're going to find out that like they were really doing some crazy shit with our phone. It's like the permission that we gave us. It was like, oh, we were scanning the nudes in your phone to, and then recommending accounts of women that looked like ones that you have. And you're like, it's going to be something dystopian and fucking nut bar like that. Oh, yeah. No, it's, it's super disgusting. Like, thankfully, this algorithm is very responsive. I hit not interested like seven or eight times, and now my TikToks are entirely Obama, Trump, and Biden playing video, like playing Overwatch, and 
very gentle six-minute-long videos of Chinese people making clay teapots. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, you've shown me one of those, and I want to be on the side of TikTok that you're on. I get a lot of weird stuff, like, because TikTok recommends videos based on how long, like, what percentage of each video you watch. Hmm. So if somebody's saying dumb shit, and I'm, like, entranced by it, TikTok will think that I'm really into what this person say, and, like, it, it creates a feedback loop, and I need to stop rewarding it, but I can't. You hit that not interested button just a couple of times. It will change the whole show. I saw a, a headline the other day. Didn't read an article. Read a headline about like how if you're suicidal, the TikTok algorithm knows that and will show you videos encouraging you to take the nasty plunge. God damn it, China. It's tr- I'm telling you, they're trying. We need counter terrorism. We need CCP TikTok counterterrorism. You know what we should do? We should just start trends where we all dance and then uh, put the text for the Tiananmen Square copy pasta on our screen. I'm glad you brought that up. The other day, I go, hey, Rancher, what are you doing? And she goes, oh, I'm just posting the Tiananmen Square copy pasta in game after game of Age of Empire. What were you doing with that copy pasta? There's an app called the Red. I don't know what the actual name of it is, mm-hmm. but I just call it the Red app. And if you go on the app store and you look for the Red app, it will come up. It's in Chinese. It's like it's an Instagram-like platform okay. that has short videos and photos. I guess it's Chinese version of Instagram. Okay. It's over with the user base is overwhelmingly Chinese women. So my version of counterterrorism is I go on there and I just oh like, oh, you're gonna take all our data China. Well, I'm gonna go post about what happened in Tiananmen Square in nineteen eighty four. And she's been doing it for an hour. And I'm like, well, I'm gonna go to the gym and I get back and she's still doing it. It's like eight or nine years into our relationship. I suddenly find out that she is constantly Tiananmen bombing people on this app. The other thing you showed me about the Red App is that women get on the scale on the Red App, and if they don't weigh less than 100 pounds, it's bad. Oh, my God. You guys would love the Red App. <laughs> Demi, Demi, Demi Lovato's fucking face would melt just thinking about the type of shit I have seen on the Red App. Like, let me tell you, Americans, Americans, when it comes to eating disorders, we are in 38th fucking place. Like, China has got us locked and lo- they've got us beat on a bunch of shit and it's math and eating disorders. These shit I have seen on the Red App, it's normal to, like, get on the scale Women will open their vlog, getting on the scale and like filming the weight like in kilograms. And it's usually like 104 pounds for a five foot nine person. They'll put their weight and their height and their like waist measurement on the screen, the title screen of their vlog. So when you're scrolling through the app, you'll see it and then click on it and they'll be like, hi, guys, I'm going to prove it right now. And now I'm going to show you a day in my life. And meanwhile, I'm watching these American vlogs. And oh my God, look at the fucking comments on Gwyneth Paltrow's Instagram. You people fucking act like people. Yeah, I'm sorry. People with eating disorders exist. All she has to do is sit around and these bitch ass podcast hosts ask her like, hey, Gwyneth, what do you eat for breakfast? (laughs) And knowing she's going to say some batshit crazy thing. Like a twig and a leaf. Right. Like a giant gallon of celery juice. And then everybody comes out of the woodwork to be like, Gwyneth, promoting eating disorders no you want to see promoting eating disorders you get your ass on the red app are these women posting their height and weight and because like look in america height weight and measurements is what you post like in your playboy pictorial and nowhere else like are these women posting that to attract men are they doing it to like show other women how much better like like what's the purpose of it well i think the red app if i'm remembering my statistics correctly is mostly women so the point of the engagement is to have women see or at least where i from where i'm sitting what it looks like is that the point of these videos it's like a vlog it's like women see it and it's like wow i wish that was my life i wish i was that skinny and woke up in the morning and uh lived in that cool apartment let's see what she eats maybe if i emulate that I'll look like her. So women look for the skinniest girl and then they're like, you're my new like influencer du jour. Like I'm going to, I'm going to ape you and follow you. Like, like you're my new Kevin Samuels. Fuck yeah. 
That's creepy. Isn't that creepy? The other creepy thing you told me was about the Costco's. Oh, yeah, Costco. That was a trend on the Red app for a while, which was it's a big thing, apparently, on Chinese social media to prove how rich you are. So one of the way that people were doing that were... Uh, going and taking pictures in front of Costco. Like when they went on vacations to Los Angeles, Chinese people or Chinese women influencers would take pictures in front of Costco because it proved that you were like wealthy enough to travel to the United States because I guess they don't have them in China. Right, like a McDonald's wouldn't work. It's gotta be a Costco. But then a couple of influencers got fucking caught taking pictures at Costco in Singapore or something. What are the chances that they made that Costco in Singapore Purely would track red appers. I would. Of course I would. That's amazing. It's like you're making like a Becca, like helping helping red appers make the pilgrimage to Costco. Right, exactly. I'd set up, if I was Costco, I'd set up just like a movie set in Hong Kong or something. Yeah, exactly. Just just like sell the Costco membership, sell two things and just have the big neon sign. Exactly. All right. Here's what I think we should do. Because neither of us have seen Bluey. You're very negative about Bluey, and I'm persuadable. Let's take a break. Let's both open up TikTok. See who can find Bluey, watch an episode of Bluey, and then come back and review just the first episode of Bluey we get. Let's do it. All right. We'll be back after this with more of The Loudest Podcast. Welcome back to The Loudest Podcast. Yes, uh, it was incredibly easy to find an entire episode of Bluey on TikTok. First of all, TikTok, what the fuck? What is, it, what is the point if the videos can be that long? That was like half a fucking episode of television I just watched on TikTok. No, you watched an entire, yeah, you, we just watched, what was that, nine minutes? We just watched like nine minutes of Bluey. That was way too goddamn long. I looked down and it was only like a quarter of the way done and I, I groaned. I think I audibly <laughs> groaned. But okay, but... Look, it was cute. Look, when we watched the episode we watched was called Exercise. And the plot is the dad, it opens with dad. And he's like, oh, I'm getting kind of overweight. He, do- he doesn't use that specifically, but like he's touching his stomach. And then the mom gets on the scale and she goes and you hear like beep. And she's like, oh, nuts. You know, they're, they're kind of not happy. And so <laughs> after the-, the Bluey and his family, you're forgetting to mention, you're failing to mention the family shit they all take. <laughs> They're all naked in the bathroom together, like showering, and like the kids are in the tub and the moms in the shit. Yeah, that. Yeah, what you're the right. Fuck was that? Why were they all hanging out in the bathroom? Who, who does that? They, Is that just my family? Like, even if I was not actively using any of the facilities in the bathroom, if I was like washing my hands and someone came in and tried to talk to me in the bathroom, I'd be like, "Can we do this somewhere else?" And it's, well, they're in the middle of it, too. Like, we got the sense they've all been hanging out in the bathroom together for a while. Yeah, what the fuck? Bluey's, like, in the bathtub while his dad takes a shit five feet away. Look, it might be an Australian thing, okay? Like, I'm not, I'm, I'm really, I'm not going to criticize the bathroom thing. It's disgusting and gross, but I'm not going to criticize Who's it. Who's that Australian guy that used to call in all the time? What? Don't make fun of our shit in rooms. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, hopefully he doesn't fly all the way over here. The um, communal shits in Anzac tradition. And then uh, the whole episode is just bits. It's like improv bits. Like, the dad is trying to exercise... Like and the dad's worried he's gonna be late to work, and then the kids like start like pretending that like the exercises work, and they're doing bits. It it was very pleasant. Like I don't know that it was amazing or incredible, but like it was pleasant. That good voice acting. I like the cartoons. I like the bits. Uh, it seemed all right. Yeah, there was nothing revolutionary about it. I hated it, of course, because the voice actors were Australian. This is new. I Look, I know that you and Nico don't like the French. I didn't know it extended to Australia. I don't think it does. It's just me personally. I think this is just a me personal gripe. Like, the French, you could sit down and make a cr- whole list of reasons why you don't like them, but the Australian accent just gives me an ick. I don't know. It gives me an ick in the same way that German accent and Korean accents give me the ick in that it just sounds so angry all the time what are and look i don't like that i'm going to say this phrase but there's no other way to get to the next part of this the podcast what are your icks what am i icks about what dating men i mean isn't that what icks are like aren't icks like things where like there's a guy and you like him but he's got some icks 
I don't know. We'd have to define it. The way that I understand it, it's a Zoomer term that yeah. I don't totally understand. It's like something that you see and you're like, oh, wow, I'm really unattracted to that. Am I? One of them would be whatever the, you know, the pickup artist thing that was like nagging. What is that? Yeah. Nagging. I guess that I can very easily detect that and I don't find it charming. That was the last time I knew what men were supposed to do to attract women but then every time i talk to a woman they're just like yeah i've been on like radar watch out for that kind of shit for like 15 years like the settle a bet for us or like i'm new to this town what, what's a fun place like you know what, what what do people do now to attract women do they do they just become famous on tiktok i don't know playful jabs not into it i was getting coffee the other day and this guy was like your eyebrows look like they were caught in a wind tunnel that's a new style and i was like oh, all right buddy what if he had come to you and he'd been like your eyebrows look real nice I don't, I don't know. He was talking about, he's like, yeah, that new trend. Because I, I had done, I had like, I don't know if you've noticed, but sometimes I put wax in my eyebrows, you right? You do? Yeah, uh-huh. You have eyebrow wax? I do, what yeah. What the fuck? I didn't even know eyebrow wax existed, let alone my fiance has been waxing her. What the, what are you talking about? Oh, that's the journey, baby. Okay, because look. I know what mustache wax is. It's yeah. what those it's what hipster dudes used 15 years ago to get those Raleigh fingers at the end of their mustache. Yeah. So are you doing that? Are you like pomading your eyebrows? Yeah, essentially. Wow. Yeah, no, sometimes. So this guy was like, guys, oh, that's a new, it's a new style. I've seen it on Instagram. I was like, yeah, I've seen it on Instagram too. It's like, they look like they're caught in a wind tunnel. I was like, all right, cool. <laughs> Thanks for, thank you. And please have a pleasant day now. Like, I don't really want to talk to you anymore. Like, ick. Is, is there anything that a guy just walking up to you could do to, like, get your number or to get you to go to a bar with him? Like, in my mind, the only way that works is if you're exceptionally attractive. Like, so attractive that it, like, disables someone's sense of like danger and not you, you it where it's like he's so hot that i'm willing to take the chance that he's a serial killer yeah i think most well-adjusted people would be okay with being like i, f I feel like it matters really where you are mm. because i don't know maybe i'm conflating because my experience i don't feel like is normal but I, I feel like i will just like if somebody comes up and just starts talking to me i will just respond back to them but I don't know if that's a normal experience with women. You, I know that sometimes you respond back to people because you're, quote, farming content. Oh, yeah, all the time. Mm -hmm. I farm content constantly, mining. Mining for I instantly when people are see like that uh, experience I just told you about the eye eyebrows that was mine content it was accidentally mine content but sometimes I'll intentionally mine content like if somebody's being a jerk like at work or something I'll egg them on <laughs> like <laughs> encourage them to keep doing something stupid and be like yeah I'm, you will be mined mined for content oh my god well okay look I and I have almost no experience with strangers walking up to me these happen to me like twice in my life and both times i've blown it and both times i was much younger and actually in shape like uh yeah so i so i got nothing on this all right let's, let's get back to bluey a little bit women like that dad dog apparently there was like a an article and like the dog the dad dog from bluey was named like the most attractive like australian character in australian like in australia or something why like because he's like present in his kids lives or some shit I like, what the fuck I why suppose that goes along what yeah you know what but i think it's because he plays along with the kids and he doesn't like see his kids as like a burden like he's clearly just like constantly doing bits with his kids and I guess that's attractive. Congratulations, man. The bar is truly on the floor. Act like anything other than a literal sperm donor and you receive a fucking national award. Australia, what the shit are you doing over there? Yeah, it was like, number one, the dad dog. Number two, the Hemsworth. Like, the dad dog did well. Good job, dad dog, I guess. The dad dog also has like a salt and pepper thing happening. Like, you couldn't tell because we were watching it on TikTok. And on TikTok, which is tall... They're showing us a TV show, which is wide. So it's like 20% bluey and 80% black bars. Uh, the dead dog has like a fun salt and pepper flex on his face and his body. 
So he's kind of like a Hugh Jackman dog? Yeah, sexy. Wanna, what do you want me to say? If I want to fuck the dog? I mean, it's that is kind of your people's thing. My people? Yeah, you know. Our people's thing. I'm wearing my new people's thing. I am proud to announce that white women, we are transferring from Lululemon to Aritzia Yoga. I am a fi- I am the deacon of that department, so I can't announce that. it's no. We, Lululemon had its moment, but these yoga pants are pretty good. All right, Aritzia Yoga Pants. Yes. What's a, did an influencer kick off the Aritzia thing? Is Aritzia like Amazon's knockoff of Lula? Like, what the fuck is Aritzia? No, it's just another expensive store. It's just a different, another expensive yoga store. And I just happen to like them better. But let me tell you, these motherfuckers will not stop emailing me. I know for a fucking fact, I have unsubscribed from their email list two times. And I asked my friend who's a lawyer, I'm like, yo, how much money can we get for this? And she was like, I don't know, how many times have you unsubscribed? And I was like two. She's like, write down every time you do it. So if you, if Aritzia is emailing you and you want to subscribe, actually get on, get, get in on this right now. Go get a promo code from them. Go to their website and sign up and then unsubscribe. They will keep emailing you and then write down every time. We're going to get a thing together. That's fun. Okay. That's fantastic. TikTok did a similar thing with me where uh, I downloaded the TikTok app and the first thing it says is like, we'd love your contacts so you can talk to your friends on TikTok. And I was like, that's the last thing I want is like for people I know to see my TikTok account. So I said, no. I opened it up again and it asked in like a different way. And I was like, no. And I went to the settings to make sure that it was no. And then like a week later, I got an email from TikTok that's like, Here's all your friends that are on TikTok. We went through your contacts list. Here's all of the people you know who are on TikTok. And don't worry, we told them that you're on TikTok too. And I was like, I have been on like watch out for this. I've been on alert for I know I didn't give you fucking permission. And I can't wait eight years from now. I'm gonna get a check for seven cents from TikTok. It's like, look, the fuck the fucking genie's out of the bottle and the horses left the barn. They got my stupid data. It's not like they're gonna give it back. Yeah, exactly. The horse is out of the barn and also good luck collecting from China. Just vehemently deny it. And also, what are you going to do? <laughs> delete TikTok? No, I can't delete TikTok. I'm trying to watch Grand Moody TikToks. Exactly. I'm trying to watch Family Guy episodes in 46 parts. There was a jacket that you said you wanted. I, I wrote it down because I'm like, oh, if I, you know, if I can't think of a gift to get her, I'll get her this. The Lululemon Define jacket? Yeah. So now Lululemon is out, but that one jacket is in. Exactly. Yeah, we are keeping the Define jacket on on draft. They just earned like when they retire a jersey. Yeah. You know, from the the league. It is earned its special place in like the hall of things that will always just go by it because it does make your tits look really nice. I recommend... Women go, if you want to just go get the defined jacket a size too small, zip it up, it goes like... Oh, it's like Spanx, the jacket. Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. All right. This sounds awesome. You go uh, get the defined jacket and you get the TNA butter yoga pants from Aritzi and then you go to the grocery store and you get you a man. But not just any man. A high value man. You're damn right you do. This just kind of, kind of reminds me, this is the last thing that we'll wrap up uh yeah, look, I keep a little shopping list. I, I keep a little list of like uh, gifts or whatever. And um, the other day I did like, I think the only smart thing I've ever done in my life, like when I die, I think this is the legacy I'm going to leave on the world. Kind of like how Ben Franklin like invented electricity and like Gandhi invented being cool. Like here's what you got to do, listeners. So I went on Amazon and I found this one particular brand of Made in America sock. I, I try to only buy Made in America. I'm anal about it. Uh, they're, they're called the Burlington Men's Comfort Power Men's Quarter Casual Sock. And I bought 150 of them. And I bought 150 of the white version of the sock. And now... I only have two kind of sock. And so they all go with each other. How do you, it's it's like either the white one or the black one. So I don't have to ball them up anymore, pair them. I don't have to worry about losing one sock here, one sock there. I now have so many goddamn socks. They're very comfortable. They like, they, they, they keep my foot dry. The listeners do this. 
go just go buy a thousand of the stock. Just go buy a lifetime supply of socks, and you will fix your entire sock problem. And you like the socks too. Oh yeah, that is some like Steve Jobs shit. That's great. That's you know how like Steve Jobs says he picks out he has like fifty black t shirts. Or he used to say that before he died of like butt cancer or whatever. Yeah. He's had like fifty black t shirts. He's like, I do this, so I just grab it and then I devote my mind to other things. That's some real good shit you got going on there. I think it's brilliant. Is it fair to say that you are now using and wearing my socks? I'm wearing them right now. Yeah. This is now it's become our socks. Like, look, she still has like fun little special socks. 90% of rancher socks are just these socks. So now instead of each of us having a sock drawer in our own little dressers, there's just one drawer that we both go to. We freed up a whole drawer in our house. Oh, fuck yeah. Listeners, my version of that is you got to get off your ass. If you have wooden floors in your house and not carpeting, you got to get off your ass. Go to the Asian like dollar store or whatever and get one of those slippers. You know those slippers I had that were also mops yes. on the bottom? Because let me tell you, it's so convenient. You'll be walking around. You see some dust. Just step on it. It's great. It's so easy. Like in, your your house will just be cleaner and you'll be like, how, why? And then you'll stop wearing the shoes for a little bit because they'll get too dirty. You got to wash them and you'll be like, you know what? It's the goddamn shoes. I'm telling you, just give it a shot. We should. Okay. Next time we're at a Japanese grocery store, we need to buy like 20 pairs of those slippers because you, yours got so fucking filthy that you were like, these are a teardown. I got to throw these away. Yeah, I got to load up. If we had enough that we could like put some in the hamper, but then we've got others. 2023 is going to be our year. I know it's very late in the year to be saying that, but with these life hacks, our life is going to be hacked into pieces. It's, we're going to hack it 20% better. Oh, God damn it. Oh, well, listeners, we hope we've made your day 20% better We'll take five. Thank you for listening to the Loudest Podcast. Don't forget, all month, until the end of the month, we kind of extended this offer because I realized we gave it way too late. Like, we gave the offer with like two days left. You become a $15 member. By the end of this month, we will send you five awesome anime stickers out of the 10 that we have. And we're going to have some more made too. Like every month this year, you're going to get a brand new like anime parody sticker. Rancho, you want to tell people a little bit about it? There's five stickers in this pack. So that's right. You subscribe for $15. Usually you just get fucking one. But this time you're getting five. So now is a fantastic time if you ever wanted to try out the Patreon, give it a shot. You can always unsubscribe later. No worries. You got $15. It's like, what's a pizza cost now? Like 55 bucks, probably. Pizzas are way too fucking expensive. Look, you can't get out of Starbucks for less than $7 because you have to tip. You're going back there. It's your Starbucks. They know you. You're going back. Right. But I've just packed up five anime-themed stickers. My personal favorite is the one of me squatting over this giant porg. It reminds me of Tollard. Oh, yeah. Like, it's a My Neighbor Totoro sticker that was done by Mimi Yori, but instead of a giant cat, it's a giant Wallard. And it's very specifically Wallard because Mimi Yori drew the eyes like Wallard's eyes. Oh, like Wallard's busted. Yes. You You could see, like, the scoring on it. Oh, awesome. That's amazing. Amazing. See, that's like the type of detail that you're gonna get this month. Patreon.com slash serious. Yeah, that you'll get uh stickers from Berries and Cream and D- and Dylan Carafibian. Like we got so, so many good stickers. And uh you look, if you if you don't have fifteen dollars and some people don't for just two bucks. You will get access to, I believe we just uploaded our 170th bonus episode. You get access to all of them for just $2. You can download every every bonus episode we've ever made and immediately unsubscribe. Yeah, you could do that. We hope you don't. We hope you don't. <laughs> but you could. Look, the thing I like about the Patreon that I feel like we don't talk about enough is that like, when you subscribe, even at $2... You get a special little code that you can put in your podcast player that just fills your phone with episodes of us, with like all the bonus episodes and all the old thing and science fiction and this and Christory and Dark Side Gels and the Lime and the Coconuts. It's worse than a virus. It will you just... press this button and you get 50 gigabytes of this shit on your phone. Remember how people got pissed off about that U2 album? We found a way to make it worse, and it's patreon.com slash hysterios. Remember how you used to sometimes download a song off LimeWire, and sometimes it'd be the song, and sometimes it'd be Bill Clinton saying, I did not have sex with that woman. It's the same shit. Some, th- some of them are good. Can't all be winners. 
I subscribed to Apple Music for because I got like some sort of like free Apple Music thing, and I was like, "Oh, actually, this is kind of cool." Like, I I didn't expect to like Apple Music. I really liked it, but the thing ran out, and I'm not giving them ten bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, so I unsubscribed from it, and then you know I got my little Bluetooth headphones, and like you know I tap them, and it stops them. It stops my podcast. Tap them again, it starts it for a long for for too long. I'd stop a podcast, then pr- press the Bluetooth button, hit start again. And it would start playing that song, Promiscuous Girl? Why? I don't know. (laughs) All I listened to was weird boomer music, like Yola Tango albums, like weird like MF Doom side projects. I was listening to like Japanese Pixies EPs that like they did not put out in America, like Dinosaur Jr. And then... Every single time I hit stop, I, I just hear like promiscuous girl, papi papu, and I'm like, this song really sucks. Like, why are you being so mean to this girl? Is it possible that like your iTunes had a sexual encounter with my iTunes somehow? Because I think that's on one of the Grand Theft Auto playlists on my phone. Are you listening to Promiscuous Girl a lot? It's on one of the Grand Theft Auto. I mean, like, I have, like, 500 songs on my phone, as most people do, right? Yeah. No, look, it's just, it is weird. I don't like this song. I only heard, like, 45 seconds of it, and I'm just like, I don't know why you're being so mean to this girl, Nelly. She seems very, very nice. Why can't you just call her nice girl? (laughs) Because she's a real slut. Is she? She's a real slut girl about town. Yeah? Okay. Uh Uh-huh. Wishes she had a man. So is like is he, is this essentially like the first Kevin Samuels podcast? Is that Nelly Furtado song? I don't know what the fuck that song is about. I don't like the song. I don't like the song, but we do like you, listeners. Thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you next time. Bye.